Hello, and welcome to Way Too Twog's His- Bagpipe and History podcast. I'm going with a new name here. Um, I created a podcast well over 20 years ago. Well, no, not well over 20 years ago, about 15 years ago or so. And uh, at that time, you know, I was struggling with what to, to name it, and podcasts were pretty brand new. And I stumbled drunkenly on the title Waitress Hogs Podcast of Bagpipe Power, and it sort of had a ring to it, and it was sort of absurd and funny to me, and so I kept it. But really, for the last like couple of years I was really doing the podcast, I was terrified that people would assume that it had some association with white nationalism or white power because of the power thing, and because... White nationalists are freaking weird and gross, um, and people that are super into Scottish and Irish things kind of there's a there's a point where that gets real bad real fast, uh, and I was worried that people would assume that my podcast was associating with that somehow, uh, and it's not uh, emphatically so. The early days of this podcast featured me drunkenly rambling in uh, Ojibwe language pretty regularly. Uh, which is not high on the list of white nationalists, uh, you know, things that they enjoy and celebrate. Uh, But explicitly, (laughs) like, Nazis and white supremacists and the real weird, too into it, thinking of um, white exceptionalism and Eurostate bullshit. Like, just feel free to, just don't listen. This is not for you. Like, this is not your podcast. This is for... People that are interested in bagpiping and music and, and history. Anyway, so I've retitled the podcast. That's sort of the reason. That's one of the reasons why. Um, I also realized that, you know, this podcast has changed a lot. Uh, when I started, it was vaguely a whiskey review podcast plus bagpipes, but I didn't really know how to drink whiskey back then. Um, so it wasn't a particularly useful review anyway. Um, but now for the last several iterations of this, um, show, it's always me, uh, Jeremy, way too twog, playing some bagpipe tunes. And often those bagpipe tunes are historic, like they're pretty old. And so I just, you know what, that's what the the podcast is about. That's how it's going to work. When I'm most successful in posting, that's sort of the structure I do is a... Ideally, a visiting musician plus a um, tune from either Angus Mackay's collection uh, or Donald MacDonald's collection, which were both published in the early 19th century for Scottish bagpipes, uh, or O'Farrell's collection, more lately, which is published in the early 19th century. And today we have a new collection, uh, the James Aird collection which was published in the 1780s. So, uh, oh, and then we used to do Robert Burns stuff too from the Scots Musical Museum, which I think was technically, that might've been published in the early 19th century too, but it was written by Burns and a number of other people. So it's obviously a little bit older. Anyway, um, so that's what the show is. Uh, check it out. We're going to talk about bagpipes and history and just whatever I feel like still. Uh, I also noticed like, again been doing this for too long maybe i was joking with my wife about how when i started podcasting it was just me and ask a ninja um which is not true but it's kind of true like that's when i started podcasting is when ask a ninja was still the thing um i wonder if that show's even still around um but i've matured and changed and 
so should change the title anyway but way back when you know 15 years ago it was really cool uh having a podcast was an excuse to kind of reach out and email a bunch of musical heroes and was able to you know have a correspondence with some amazing bagpipers like michael gray and mark saul and uh lots of people uh and also like tuned into the the bizarre myspace world of 15 years ago where there's lots of kind of folk musicians in Europe and the UK and Ireland that were just getting onto MySpace and lots of cool, cool stuff. Um, but now uh, I have been trying to have, one of the reasons that this episode is delayed is I was hoping to have some of the musicians on and they're just not acknowledging me. And I don't know if it's because the creepy name of the podcast or just they're busy, everybody's busy in a way right now. Um, or it's just that podcasts actually matter now, and so uh, when they see that I have a bagpipe podcast with uh, maybe two listeners, they don't want to be a part of it. Uh, anyway, so new name, uh, and that's what it's going to be. I don't, you know, still not making any promises about how regularly I'm going to post. Uh, with the new name, I'm also trying a new host. Uh, I was using Podomatic, which was an improvement from what I had started with, you know, over... Yeah, over 15 years ago, but it had clearly dated. It, it, it has not progressed as podcasts have been, become more popular, and they have made things harder to use. So all of the statistics about listeners, they just don't, they hide behind a paywall now, um, as well as having some pretty limited bandwidth and, and things like that. So we're trying a new thing. Uh, I don't know if the RSS feed actually changes or not, and I'm not sure that we're going to wind up with Buzzsprout. So right now I'm using Buzzsprout as where I'm going to upload this episode. We'll see how that works, and maybe the next episode will be on a different one. Uh, I do have, like, an offer, in theory, to host a podcast on my university's website, uh, especially if it's a history podcast, but they've also never done that. So they're willing to host it, don't know how to do it, which means I have to learn how to do it, and I've got a lot of things to learn how to do right now, so we'll see. And that was supposed to be about my dissertation research, which this is, this music is tangentially at best related to. Uh, anyway, that's a lot of talking. So the way I envision this podcast going forward as like a good motivator for me is an original composition by me, which we've already listened to, and then a historic tune and maybe something else. And anything else is gravy, but ideally every episode will have a historic tune of some sort and an original composition to keep me writing, trying to write music. Um, so anyway, so we started with... Uh, a field recording of a tune I wrote, a Pibrock, called Blair's Salute, which was named after my grandparents, John and Mary Blair. And so the Pibrock kind of tells the story of their courtship. This really sweet thing happened. My grandfather passed uh, a couple of years before my grandmother did. And when my grandmother passed away and we looked in her safe, she had saved her, um, like, she had saved all these love letters from my grandfather when they were just dating and they had he had gone away to work in a print shop um, several hours away and just wasn't really accessible for them to visit with one another and it was just this this beautiful you know we only had one side of the letters but it was still beautiful to read my grandfather's kind of awkward teenage and 20 year old prose um, but anyway so the podcast was or the the Pibrock was sort of inspired by that so there's some 
parts of it that sort of wander and are separate and don't fit with the rest of it and that's supposed to represent their time apart and as as uh, for for a long time i kept trying to write tunes for like my brother's wedding and i couldn't come up with anything and then i realized like oh i already have a family tune like that's this pibrock and so it's been the the family pibrock and it's really important to me so i've you can watch a recording of me play it playing it when i was in scotland over this beautiful overlook by loch duich i think is what it's called d-u-i-c-h but that's on my youtube page uh, this recording is from Garthbeg, which is uh, the birthplace of Sam McTavish. I think last episode I was talking about the field recordings there. Uh, but that's where I recorded this, so it's a little bit weird. Uh, it got some good echoes and stuff, but there's also cars and jets and things flying through that make the recording less than ideal. Uh, anyway, so that was my first trip to, to Scotland, which was you know, largely thanks to my grandma. Uh, well, not, not largely, it was thanks to my grandma's funding it. Um, you know, grandparents, some grandparents, if you're, if you're fortunate, I, I suppose, can get kind of matter of fact about their mortality. And, you know, like I said, my grandfather passed away a couple of years before my grandmother did, and she wound up moving in with us and kind of up near us, up from Kansas to Wisconsin. And I spent a lot of time with her, and I'm really thankful I did. Uh, she was, you know, she celebrated my music I, I suppose I, I but I, I do remember one specific incident where uh she was really into a Ellen Pipe album I had before I was at all good at Ellen Pipes I had a practice set but they were pretty bad and uh and she she basically stole this Eric Riegler album that I had and it was you know right in the middle of the Celtic Tiger so it was a pretty bad album like it was eric was a fine piper but it was paired with this like symphony orchestra and synthesizers for half the tunes so half the tunes were just great because it was just him piping and then half the tunes had a weird orchestral score over the top of it um which i i disliked it so much that i assumed that that could never be well done and then i listened to rodney brown put out an album with it and it was amazing so i, I have to rethink that maybe we'll have that on here um next time ronnie brown's album um anyway just getting adjusted here uh anyway so yeah grandma stole this eric regler album and i was like you know if you really like the music grandma you could you could buy me a set of bagpipes because i was a teenager and i was merciless uh and desperate for a better instrument and she uh she did the thing that morbid grandparents can do if they've been lucky enough to save some money and she said oh jeremy you can have a new bagpipe when i die it was like kind of not pleasant to hear um but that's i mean ultimately that is what wound up happening you know when she passed away she left me enough money to get a full set of villain pipes which is not insubstantial i mean it was a full set of villain pipes from a good but up-and-coming pipe maker so it was on the cheap side and this was like 15 years ago so it's yeah, I think it was $5,000, which is still a lot. Um, the other thing she said often was um, that when she would die, I could go to Scotland. And, uh, which was, again, just weird. I mean, I guess, I don't know. I don't know what to do with that, those kind of morbid discussions about inheritance. I, think, I guess it's better to have those discussions than not. It's It was nice, you know, it was... 
it was really great to know what she intended me to do with that money, I guess, in hindsight. Um, anyway, so uh, the next set of music is going to be a collection, uh, two hornpipes off of that Eric Rieger album. I desperately tried to play these tunes for years and was pretty ravish at it, and then all of a sudden I could just play them and it wasn't difficult at all, and at this point I can't really remember what was hard about them. Uh, but these two hornpipes come off of that Eric Riegler album. So here you go. I should probably look up the name of those hornpipes, shouldn't I? Alright, anyway, so I looked around for a little bit um, for Eric Riegler, for the title of those hornpipes, but I couldn't find it. I also found out that his name is Eric Riegler, rather than Riegler, so... If you pronounce that Riegler more than Riegler, my apologies. Anyway, um, yeah, check out the description for the title of those hornpipes. But I think it's Munster Cloak and Plains of Boil, but we'll, I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> trip to Scotland several years ago, the last day, the last, I guess the second to last night, we stayed at the Portcullis, which is a, like a bar with, <clears throat> we stayed at the Portcullis, which is a bar with some rooms right at the entrance to Stirling Castle in Stirling, and the next day, my now wife and I went around Stirling Castle and had a really good tour from a docent, and um, just had a great time, and sort of as we were um, bushed and sort of struggling with that decision to leave Scotland, and you know we we had to get to to Edinburgh to catch a flight, but we were dragging our feet clearly, uh, not wanting to to leave. 
uh, we went into the gift shop in Stirling Castle, and this is like, so we went to Scotland in 2011, 20, I don't know, a, a long time ago, but that Eric Regler, Regler album had come out, like, it had to have been 2000 at the earliest, or at the latest, you know, it was, it was old, it was an old album, and so there we were wandering around Stirling, and there was a big, like, not only did they have that album for sale there, but it was, like, they had a promotional thing advertising it like this decades old um music album and it felt that felt like some kind of sign it was pretty neat uh, anyway so on to our first historic historic tunes um this is a set of waltzes from o'farrell now this o'farrell collection of waltzes i think the one is called the salamanca and the other one is called the copenhagen waltz uh, but just really love playing them. Uh, this is a recording, kind of what, what rebooted this podcast was me doing a live streaming on St. Patrick's Day, and these waltzes I recorded then. So... <laughs> saying in the beginning i've started looking through a new uh, historic collection of tunes this one from james aired uh, it's a really cool set of music it's got english stuff irish stuff scottish stuff virginian stuff there's a tune from uh, an enslaved person i think gotta do a little bit more research on that one um and yeah just really really cool several volume collection of tunes published in the 1780s uh, hopefully if I have time I'll talk a little bit more about James Aird. I've got to do some research to figure out who he was, other than well-traveled and a competent musician. But um, 
one thing I noticed when I was looking through them is there was a lot of tombs with just female in the name, and it kind of triggered this several-day stretch of posting tunes that had something to do with women or female in the title. And uh, I wound up making a set of it that I'm still not 100% pleased with, but it's two tunes from Aird's collection and one tune from O'Farrell. So this is The Female Hero, then into O'Farrell's Well Shut of Her, and then back into Aird's collection of The Female Rake. So uh, I recorded these just uh, just like the, the Hornpipe set uh, today, and it was raining, <laughs> so you can hear the rain in the background. Anyway, so here is the, uh, the woman's set, as I'm calling it. Thank you. 
So often, you know, my interest in historic bagpiping comes from my interest in history and, and reenacting. And for years, I was reenacting a bagpiper that worked for the Northwest Company in the 1790s. It was really a struggle to find tune collections actually from that time period. And I would always sort of cheat and like, well, Donald McDonald wrote, like he transcribed those tunes in the 1790s, maybe, even though they're published in the 19th century. And same thing with O'Farrell. Um, but one thing I like about Aird is it's legitimately published in the 1780s. Another thing I liked about uh, Robert Burns' tradition or collections. Um, but yeah, it's a good good tune. So I think I'm going to, I'm sure I'm going to be playing a lot more of Aird and trying to make some tune collections. Uh, also, James Aird hasn't been mined so aggressively by Cherry O'Sullivan, so I feel like I can have some kind of claim on Aird's repertoire and, and not like be contributing something as opposed to just playing a, a, a much worse version of a tune that you can listen to a very proficient um, musician doing a great version of. Um, so yeah, I think, so we're going to end off. There's been a lot of aired in this uh, episode, uh, this inaugural episode of Way to Twog's Bagpipe and History Podcast. Yeah, that does not roll off the tongue like podcast bagpipe power, but Hey, if neo-Nazis know they're not welcome or don't have any reason to think they are, that's a good thing. Uh, so here is my tune of the day for today. I really like this tune. I've um, been trying to play it a couple times. Tried recording it uh, several days ago and didn't like it. So this is a slightly newer version, a little bit more polished, still needs some work. But here's the Oyster Wives rant, and thanks for listening. <laughs> 